Welcome to Brian as a Mayor, a brand new podcast aimed at all Brian Rose fans across the globe campaigning to get him elected as a new mayor of London on the 6th of May. I'm Nobuko, your host, and a passionate Brian fan who's thrown herself into his campaign as a volunteer and having a great time. My guest today is Nam Namita Kipila, who runs her own business, Interlanguage, that provides bespoke English language training to senior executives from across the world. She's the mother of a 12-year-old girl and has been one of the most consistent, reliable, and energetic campaigners. Namita, welcome to Brian as a mayor. Thank you, Nobuko. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. I mean, you're a mother of uh, a teenage daughter, and you have a husband, and you run your own business. So you've got a lot on your plate, and yet you've taken on this huge responsibility or huge time-consuming role of campaigning for Brian. I must be mad. (laughs) uh, Yes, yeah, I've got a a 12-year-old uh yes obviously a husband my own business but um it's it's amazing you can find time to do the things that you're passionate about and I think politics is something that that brings a lot of passion in people or you know brings up a lot of passion and um so you make time so I've made time for this campaign because I think it's it is very important that we elect uh the right mayor for London and, and having a business in London, um, it's even more important, I think, uh, to have that. And you've also been running 15 kilometres <laughs> with Brian's running team, all wearing the same Brian for Mayor t-shirt. Gosh, where did you get the energy for that? Well, I'm, I'm not the fastest runner, so uh, I'm one of the ones that lag behind. Um, but uh, I've been running for a few years now. Um, in the beginning, I hated it. I really found it difficult to get out of bed and motivate myself to run. But I have been running more regularly. And I ran, I think, 14 kilometres last weekend. With that, with the team, with Ryan? No, no, on my own. It was oh. an orienteering, yeah. orienteering uh, re- uh, uh, event in Richmond Park. Um, it wasn't supposed to be 14 kilometres. We got lost. So that added another three three kilometers but it was at least I know I can do it and and running I think obviously any sort of exercise is is really important but I'm, I'm now getting into running so it's it, I love joining the uh running for mayor uh, uh group uh usually led by uh Robin Gilby yes a lot of fun do you think that it's a good way of campaigning I mean it's novel it's very new I don't yeah. think any other political politicians have ever done it. No, I mean, it does attract attention. Um, and uh, every now and then some runners will say, vote for Brian. Um, and at the end, we can we can talk to people. I think it is, It's a, as you say, it's a novel way. Um, and it's a healthy way. And, yeah. health, you know, health first being one of the, the policies... Uh, in the manifesto, I, th- I think it's a nice sort of link uh, between health and and campaigning. And after the run, you feel more in the right frame of mind to talk yeah. to voters, don't you? Yeah, once you've caught your breath, you yeah. <laughs> you do feel uh, pumped up, I guess, yeah. is, is probably what Brian would say. 
you feel yes. up and you feel um, energized. And what prompted you to sign up as a volunteer? You, it's your first first experience, isn't it? It, it is. Um, so my husband introduced me to Brian Rose several years ago through London Real and his interviews. And, and I was... Um, I was impressed by the fact that he was giving people a platform to to voice their opinions. Um, um, but that wasn't the reason why I uh, got involved. It was his manifesto and his 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 policies, which resonated with me. Um, Yes, we, we talk about freedom of speech, which is which is key, but but also being a business leader and not a politician for me was a huge um, sort of selling point because um, I personally think we need um, someone who is experienced in business and has uh, those networks, and I, I believe he has. You know, he's worked in New York, uh, obviously London. Um, I think he has the influence and I think he can make a, make a difference. And I think it's actually a, a benefit, a bonus that he isn't a politician and, and is a businessman. So things like that um, made me believe that, yeah, this, this is who I want to vote for and this is who I want to be mayor. I mean, the other day I was thinking, you know, we, I mean, when you think about a great leader, mm. we think about like Churchill or Roosevelt or JFK, Jeff, Jeff, JFK, and none of them were business leaders. So what is it about the time we're living now where, where we feel that it is a business-minded people that we need? Mm. Mm. That's a good question. I think accountability and transparency in business, you need to have these two things. You need to bring some sort of ethos uh, or ethics um, to a business and and also bring a fresh energy into into public service um business people or business-minded people come from a particular ecosystem um and they are driven by producing results um i feel that you have some politicians who have this sort of god complex i'm afraid <laughs> you know that they have this this right to to rule um maybe because of their background, um, their upbringing, their status, I don't know what it is. Um, and instead of being feeling humbled, um, I feel a lot of politicians have some sort of arrogance about them, whereas business people have more of a sense of, of as I said, sort of accountability, hopefully, um, and, and consequences of its actions. So this is why I think it's, you know, business people can actually make more of a difference than a politician. And I, I learned by, um, by, by, by visiting Brian's website that in fact, 98% of businesses in London are small businesses. Right, including mine, yeah. Including, yes, yeah. I think uh, London generates 25% of um, income tax. Right, yeah. And uh, how has lockdown hurt those 98 percent do you think because we don't really see that do we we don't read about them in newspapers no um 
I, I said this before, I think that, uh, you know, the government has, if you compare it to a lot of countries in around the world that have, have been impacted by the pandemic, I think the government have been quite, I wouldn't say generous, because I, maybe in ho the hospitality industry, they, they really acted too late, but they haven't been too bad. But um, businesses like mine, which rely on um, students coming from, from all over the world to come to London uh, and, and learn and train, um, they have been hugely impacted. And the problem is that the, gut, the sort of information out there for small businesses to get the support they need is sketchy, it's confusing, there isn't a very sort of clear, you know, this is the website you go onto, this is what you click onto, this is the support you can get. It is, it's a bit of a minefield. So I think this is one of the problems. People don't know what they are uh, eligible for. People are not uh, aware of what they can apply for. What is a loan? What is a grant? Um, it's, it's been very confusing. And uh, Rich, yeah. And Richard Sunak said that we are actually going through the worst recession in 300 years with a kind of in a very, very calm face. I mean, he doesn't look shocked by it at all. And do you, do you yeah. sense that? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, again, you, you'll get some politicians saying that, yes, it's the worst recession. Um, it's going to take years and years for us to get back to pre-pandemic. Uh, yeah, about 300 years? Really? Yeah. Then, then. Um, I don't believe that. Um, I, I don't, you know, I always try and put a positive spin on things. I don't believe it's doom and gloom at all. Uh, I think, and I don't trust politicians either. I think sometimes they'll say things just to, you know, suit themselves or, or to push some some policy or, or, or something. But so I don't think it's, it's that bad. Um, but we do need... Um, a fairer government. Um, I think a lot of people, not just myself, but I think we are very much um, disheartened and disillusioned with politics. If you look at what's happening with the Conservative Party, with the cronyism, these, these uh, contracts uh, that's, that are happening, especially with PPE and so on. And I think there's, it is sleaze. You know, you see the newspapers talking about sleaze in politics and, and this is what's going on. Um, and we need to be done with this. We, you know, this, there needs to be a change, there needs to be a shift. And um, whether you want to call it a, a revolution or, or something else, I think it, it, this is the time. And I think there is a, we need to ride, ride that wave and, and, and the government needs to, needs to be held accountable but recently I've seen that they've not been held accountable and they're getting away with murder. One of the most interesting about Brian is, apart from his philosophy and his attitude, he's actually paying for this campaign himself. Yeah. There's no one who's written a big check for him. Right. Um, when Kia Starmer stood as the Labour leadership election, he said he had to confess that someone wrote him a check for a hundred thousand pounds. I think, yes, he yeah. didn't say who that was. <laughs> so, but he ha Brian hasn't got any of, any of that. That means that he can, he as he said, he's he's answerable to no one. 
right. to listen and serve. Correct, yeah. What, what do you think about that? I think, um, I think it shows that he's, he strongly believes in, in, in what he believes and he feels that he can make a difference. I think if you're going to put your own money uh, to a campaign, um, it could show different things. I mean, it's funny because people compare him to Trump. When you say, you know, he's funded the campaign himself, people will say, oh, that's what Trump did. Um, uh, and and it's okay. Yes, that's that's true. But then you know, it's it's not always for for nefarious reasons or you know some because it's not a power trip. It's not it's not because he's an egomaniac. It's because I truly believe, and you you just have to see him when he talks um, to really believe that he's impassioned and he 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 knows have, having been a Londoner, lived here for twenty odd years. He knows that there needs to be a change. And I truly, truly believe that he isn't one of these, um, you know, politicians that says one thing but does another. I, I do believe he will um, uh, fulfill his promises. So, yeah, I, it's there's nothing wrong. I think there's people think maybe he's too business minded, too business orientated. Um, but I don't think he is. I mean, there's, it's not a dirty word, but I, he really cares about London. He cares about social care. He cares about um, the demographic, you know, London Londoners that are underrepresented. He cares about people living in poverty. He cares about um, creating affordable homes. Um, it's not about rich getting richer for him, I don't think. It's about helping the the poorer um uh you know factors of society factions of society so um i wouldn't vote for anybody that was all about business and and about making more money and and for for people that already have it he's got the balance of you know promoting business as well as caring for the poor yeah yeah, so that, that was what was lacking from jeremy corbyn wasn't it he cared for the poor but he didn't understand business Yes, I think that's a good point. I think there does need to be that balance. I mean, you want to absolutely do the right thing for, for people. Um, um, but you have to think, well, how do I get this done? And 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 you do need to have a, a bit of business sense and acumen, I think, to, to get that done. You said um, you watched London Real, uh, that's Brian's show for, for mm -hmm. a number of years. And it was your husband who introduced you to it. Is there any particular episode that strikes you the most? Um, what did you like about it? I just like, well, he's a good listener, isn't he? I mean, when you, watch, when you look at the interviews, it's, it's not like a power struggle. <laughs> he, he sits and he listens and he, and he um, gives the interviewee the chance to to talk so there isn't one particular interview that really stands out it's just his his general demeanor and and um and the way he he communicates which but he also tried to bring a, a whole range of people on the show the kind yeah. of people you never never come across on the mainstream media oh, yeah. was there I mean, anyone in particular that you, that interested you 
Well, I mean, I think it's not. It's interesting that he has, you know, Bollywood actresses or you know, on 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 there. So it really is a, like you say, a, a wide range of of people on the show. Um, so no one's, you know, it's not like he's pigeon pigeonholing. It's just it's just business people or it's just um, provocative uh, members of society. It's it's just everybody, um, and which is great. And how do you think? Brian would change. I mean, change the business world. I mean, for, for small business owners, H- how is him becoming a mayor going to change? Well, I think uh, it's one of the questions that I've, I will be posing to, or posed for uh, today's meeting. But um, I think he will attract um, people. So business people to London, he will make London the, the centre of Europe, which I think to some extent it already is. But I think he'll he'll further make it a more attractable destination for for tourists, for um, for people who want to to learn. Um, but what makes you think that? Um, what do you think him becoming mayor would suddenly make London the centre of Europe? Because there's Paris, there's um, you know um, Berlin, where well, maybe, but um, Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think people have a, a a love for London. You know, the, my students from all over the world they adore London. They love the the atmosphere they love the people they love the culture they even love the food uh, they love everything about it um i don't think i've ever met someone who've, who's come to london from from outside and and said oh i hate london you know even the weather they they find it all quirky <laughs> and, and you know oh you know they love it so um i think you'll just uh be the kind of person who will who will um, how what's the word? You will just promote it as the you know the the exciting, vibrant city that it is. I mean, he already is just during his campaign. He's he's promoting it, uh, which he should, and 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 not just you know the the celebration, for example, that he's going to be putting on in August. That's for everybody. It's not just for Londoners. It's you know come to London you know, celebrate the city, uh, see how wonderful we are. Yes, we, you know, we have left Europe with Brexit, but it doesn't mean that we are now a second class um, country. Um, You can still do business here. You can still send your children here. You can still uh, learn and be educated and, and, and so on. And, and it, it, it's, I don't see that London has diminished or, or deteriorated um, and there's no reason why, why it would. Is it, in, is it on the cusp of that? Is it in danger of deteriorating and diminishing under the current I, leadership? It, under the current leadership, the thing that I see deteriorating is people's rights. That's what I see deteriorating. I think, I think maybe some councils have have seized so much more power, but not the power to help people and he help the poorer people in society, but to make money from them. Um, as you know, 
this pandemic has killed businesses. It has um, made people unemployed. It has created such, uh, you know, such horrible uh, environment or atmospheres for a lot of people. It's really, really sort of decimated some businesses. Um, and so we need the councils and these people in, in power to understand that. And instead of taking money from us. Like the low traffic neighborhood. Yeah, so this is- Fines in those areas, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is one of my key, <laughs> I mean, major, major gripes, um, um, the LTNs, which are popping up everywhere. Um, I think the figure, so in Ealing, for example, since they were- You're, You live in Ealing? So I live in the borough of Ealing. So since yeah. they were introduced, um, I believe they have made, I think 1.6 million- <laughs> Just in Ealing alone. Or just in Ealing alone. This was announced yesterday in a council meeting. Um, so this is, it's a cash cow, isn't it? Let's face yes. it, it's a cash cow. Um, and, you know, you can just look online as to how LTNs are actually not um, easing congestion. They are not decreasing pollution, which is what, you know, they say that, that that's the purpose of them. Um, they are simply a way of making more money, um, and and I'm I'm disgusted by by them to be honest. But people have less money in their pockets because because of the pandemic. Yeah, and, and they're basically they're being fleeced by their council even more. Yes, absolutely, and and you know that's I think that's Brian, as we know, Brian Rose's one of his policies is to to get rid of LTNs. Thankfully, Harrow Council, which is near to Ealing uh, next door, they have decided that they will remove them, which is a huge gain, yes. huge gain. And, you know, Ealing and other areas of London, we're hoping that that will, that will happen to them. Um, so, you know, absolutely, Brian, Brian Rose sees that this is just a money-making scheme. Um, and one of his policies is to, is to remove them too. And um, how do you think? Um, oh, oh, yeah, how do you think his his policy uh, will change your life personally? <laughs> yeah. uh, your, your family of three. Family. Well, if I was to look, I, I don't know. Even if it doesn't directly impact my family, or direct, it will impact people that I feel need that support. So. Um, there are communities who are, you know, feel that they're being ignored. Um, there are poorer parts of, of London, um, East London, for example, that, you know, they are not being serviced or served by their, by their councils. The support isn't there. And I know that Brian said he's going to look at those communities and, and try and, you know, build support hubs, you know, community hubs for them. Um, Which communities are you talking about in particular? Are there ethnic minority communities? Yeah, ethnic minority communities. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you could call them BAME. You can call them, you know, there's a predominantly sort of 
a higher percentage of black and Asian um, uh, people that are living there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's that, but, you know, in terms of directly uh, health is, is a big part of his, his manifesto. Yeah. Get people to be healthy. That's going to benefit everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think, you know, I think he's uh, one of them is uh, internet for everybody. Mm-hmm. So again, those in poorer communities where maybe they cannot afford uh, to, to have internet, which does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's one of his policies, affordable housing, mm-hmm. uh, so much empty land that's just been wasted. It's unused. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I read that all these big banks that have got land in Canary Wharf and so much are just empty buildings. They're now going to use them, um, as accommodation, I believe. Uh, I don't know who they're going to accommodate, but, uh, they're going to give up that because it's not being used people are working from home so there's so many things so many things that he's he's going to be doing that will benefit everybody i noticed that um a lot of uh, campaigners on this uh, volunteers they've um i noticed a change in many of them okay in robin and tal they've become so energized Mm. and uh radiant and confident Mm. Um, do you see a change in you since you started campaigning? Well, it's nice to to f- <laughs> to feel re-energized as well in in, in because you believe in somebody. And so you do you feel re-energized? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I haven't done anything like this before, so um, this is the first for me. So yeah, I, it's it's. As I said, I think people can be, especially young people, can be apathetic about politics. They can uh, feel, oh, what's the point of voting? Nobody's going to do what they say. Um, so it's nice to be able to talk to people and say, well, I actually do think Prime Rose will carry out or really will follow through and do what he's what he promises he will do. But how about you, Namita? Do you feel? Do you believe that? Yes. <laughs> yeah i know i do i do um and millions of people that you know support him do too uh you mentioned people volunteering for him I, i'm sure i'm not the only one but i'm sure many if not the majority would not be doing what they're doing if they didn't believe that he would but before you signed up for this i mean you've never campaigned been no. part of a political campaign before was there any hesitation was there any fear that you had to overcome no it was just a very natural thing there was no uh, um sort of uh hesitation uh, it, it just came about very naturally it just was a it just progressed to to what it is now um which is a strange a strange thing it wasn't there was no concerted effort there wasn't any you know, like running. Oh God, I've got to go out now. And it was on it. Was, it wasn't anything like that. It was just right. This is where we need to be. Let's do it, um, because they're intrinsically linked. I think this is important. If your beliefs and passion is intrins- intrinsically linked with somebody who says that they are going to deal with those issues, then it's it's just natural. It's just yeah, okay. 
let's 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 fight together let's all come together yeah, but it means going up to strangers and talking yeah, I've to them not had a problem i've not <laughs> i don't really have a problem with that um public speaking is one thing i i, I i've done it i don't like it at all but on a sort of one-to-one two-to-one basis it's it's fine i'm a teacher i've 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 taught in front of hundreds of people uh you know lecture rooms and so on it it's it, that can be daunting um but again when it's if it was if it's something you don't believe in if you if you deep down don't believe it you would get nervous you would feel awkward you'll feel uncomfortable what the hell am i doing um this doesn't feel right to me but um but when it's it's just so much you know you have a set of beliefs and you and you and there's somebody who who also has those beliefs you think oh wow you know we're quite um yeah but the thing is we don't know that we have to go up to complete strangers and yeah. sometimes they turn then turn up their nose against you that's fine fair enough you know i i think i would also have done the same if i didn't know about brian rose if i didn't know about his policies if someone came to me in the street <laughs> Uh, with a leaflet or manifesto and I didn't have any clue um, about politics even if I wasn't if I just was really not interested I probably would also say no thank you and walk walk away so you put yourself in their shoes and you 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 think to yourself well you know that 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 could have been me so that's absolutely fine it's nothing personal um, they're not you know, it's it's nothing against you as a person. It's just, but it still it. still takes energy away from you, doesn't it? Yeah, but then you maybe it's a a bad... reaction. You go with an open heart, and you yeah. someone you know draws a shutter in front of you. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely. You you feel a bit um, uh, maybe a bit disheartened by that kind of. It, sometimes people can be quite rude actually <laughs> quite rude. um but then around the corner you'll talk to somebody for five minutes and they'll be oh my god this is amazing i'm going to vote for him this is brilliant uh and then your voice you know bolstered again and you your your energy levels go up so yes I, I saw you in action okay you're kneeling down in front of um a mum with a pram i think Oh, you made eye connection. Oh, yeah, there was a mum you know, kneeling next to her little baby and you kneel down to be on the same eye with the mum and you made a connection. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. Are you sure? I wasn't picturing that was enrichment. That was the enrichment. baby, was I? Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going right, yeah. So you enjoy those moments, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I find it quite, maybe because I've never done it before um and um yeah it's it's i i think it's quite fun um and also as you know everyone all the volunteers are amazing absolutely amazing they're you know they they're there to support you when you when you go together in groups you have that that strong support and and uh and levity sometimes and it's fun um I we have we have a volunteer member who's Poppy who's managed yes. to get her seven-year-old son to campaign and leaflet yeah. with her. I haven't succeeded in getting my family <laughs> into this. 
how about you? Do you think your husband and your teenage daughter might she's not campaign with you? Yes, she's not, she's not a teenager yet. Maybe oh, she's 12, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, when she's a teenager, possibly. But at the moment, um, I think she would get bored. But my husband obviously is going to vote for Brian Rose. Mm. Um, and um, do you think she might leaflet or distribute a few manifestos with you? Oh, yeah, she will, really? especially in the area. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Has he started yet? She hasn't started yet. I, I think we'll do that at the weekend. Um, we will go door to door. That's great. And yeah. uh, do you sense victory in there? Well, in yeah, the... hmm. I, I think so, because um, I think the only thing that is, would, is preventing Brian Rose, in my opinion, of being mayor is just people not knowing about him. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So once we, you know, if we're all out there campaigning, talking to people, in all the key areas, the key boroughs, and people know about him. Um, I think there's, yeah, I think there's a very good chance that he will be mayor. It's it's just very unfair that he's not getting any airtime. Um, on, again. The, on the BBC and ITV, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's another issue. And, and when I look at comments, when I watched the uh, the debate, the second debate the other day, and I was reading the comments and people saying, what about Brian Rose? Where's Brian Rose? Why is Brian Rose not on, on this? Uh, why are there only four, four people on, on this debate? What about the rest of them? Um, so, you know, people are aware that there are other candidates. And especially the bookies put Brian as the hot right. favourite to right. beat Siddiq. Right, if you so, do get some polls... Uh, I mean, the polls themselves are, you know, not fit for purpose, but, gen- you know, some polls are putting him second, but you won't see that. Anyway. No. You'd have to look yourself. You won't see that in the press that Brian Rose is second. Um, but that's that's the problem. But the press is, I mean, the media is another whole whole issue. <laughs> you know, I asked you because you're you're you're, you're a very spiritual person. You meditate. I and you're the asanas, and um, your parents are from India, and you're a very calm person. I mean, you, you, there's, there's a calm aura about you. So I just wondered whether you've connected with the universe. I haven't found enlightenment yet, but I'm on my way. <laughs> and what the universe is telling you about yeah. the campaign results. <laughs> they haven't spoken to me yet, but... Okay. But, yeah, I... I, yes, no, spirituality is important. Um, meditation is important. Um, this ties in with the health, health first thing, I think. Um, I think it's, it is so important to look after yourself, spiritually, mentally, physically. Um, and I have become karma since I, I started meditating uh, all those years ago, definitely. And I, I guess that, you know, when you were talking about um, when you talk to people and they brush you aside or, you know, ignore you, and it doesn't matter. In the whole scope of things, it really is, is, is minute. 
Yeah, you're right. Actually, in my own experience, I do get one and one or two colder shoulder, cold shoulder responses, but you know, it's only a minority, really. Oh, the yeah, majority has been true. really positive. Just a one or two sometimes hurts you. That's the only thing. Yeah, absolutely, and that's yes. fine. That's that's fair enough. You know, you just I think it's important to be polite and respectful of people, and and everyone has their own opinion, and of course they should. You know. And what do you think um, we should do between now and the 6th of May? I think everyone needs to vote. Um, you know, what do you think have... we as a volunteer army should do between now and the 6th? Well, the volunteer army, uh, don't forget to vote, volunteer army. That's okay. one. <laughs> okay. yes, yes. It's all very well getting other people to vote, but don't forget to vote yourselves. Um, go out there, spread the word, uh, talk to people about his policies. Um, you know, just if you're if you're passionate about it and you feel that, then just just show that passion, um, bring it out, um, and just get Brian Rose to mayor. And I really really do believe he'll make a difference. If he doesn't, you know, he's got a lot of people to answer to, but he will. He will. Okay, thank you, Narita. Thank you very much for making the time. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you.